you think about a long distance relationship, you at some point have to have a a goal, like an end game. Yeah, a goal. Are we going to ever live in the same city? Am I moving to you? Are you moving to me? What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. <laughs> You're what? My whole mouth just like stopped working. It's medicine of Adam. <laughs> I'm Lewis. We're never gonna have a an actual intro. No, all. I don't. I don't know why this is so difficult for us to just say hello. I don't know. It's just our brand now. God, <laughs> terrible intros. Fucking snowing here. I hate my life. It's fucking April. I just want spring. It's all I want. I don't think summer's coming. No, ever. And it's and every and of course everyone here is making the joke. Haha, winter is coming. Haha, Game of Thrones Game Day. Game of Thrones. I was gonna <laughs> say it's perfectly timed for you. It's snowing and winter's here. And I mean, I did capitalize on that on that Daenerys uh, Snapchat filter, of course. If you haven't used it yet, I don't know if they'll still have it by the time this comes out, but that you can you touch your face and a tiny dragon sits on your shoulder. Oh, <gasps> that's adorable. Yeah. Is that what oh. you sent me? Yeah, so clearly you didn't. Um, look at my uh, all I saw was fire. Um, okay, great. Well, oh, if you open your mouth, the, the fire, it breathes fire. Oh. Wow. How did I miss the dragon? Thanks for paying attention to me. Okay, great. Oh, well, okay. let me replay it. It's too late. Gla- glad I'm here. Um, awesome. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. How was your week, Lewis? It was weird. It was, like, fine, but, like, work was just bananas. Like, Everything that could possibly go wrong during that week did. Oh, yeah. You did and have some just, shit. I was real bad. And then so it didn't even really affect me much, but like seeing it all play out was like, ugh. <laughs> and then Friday, we one of, one of the ladies at work, she won a, like, a happy hour party. Happy hour party? God, that's words. And so it was at a dueling piano bar, which... I am not usually a fan of, but if you stick some drinks in me, um, I'm in love Of course. With you play anyone with enough alcohol, they're going to have fun. Yeah. So it was like, okay. And then I end up staying out with um, one of my friends who just wanted to talk for a bit about some stuff for like till, till only like 1130, but I was been up since like eight. So I was fucking exhausted. Right. But I was like, my friend needs me to stay there. Be cool. Be cool. And so then I like went to bed early and it was nice. How does one just win? An entire party. What is that? Okay, can I, can I just say that it's a very common thing? Okay. So she just like threw her name in a raffle, whatever. She won that. For my 22nd or 23rd birthday party, actually at Moretti's, before it was Moretti's, it was the Snuggery before. Uh, That's I, won, I know. I won a birthday party where they gave me appetizers and then two hours of open bar. Interesting. For as many people as I wanted to invite. That's insane. So my ass, of course, I don't think they thought I would do this. So I fucking put out a Facebook invite and I was like, sup bitches, turning 23, come to my birthday party. It's at he, it's at the Snugs. You all know where it is. Open bar. Jesus. Open bar. So I saw Who a lot of people. I would that away? Well, I think I was the first. Like second and last, and last to ever happen. Uh-huh. Who who would think that's a good idea? I mean, it's a cute idea for the, for the party bench on Friday. They were just like, "Here's two drink tickets." Now, now your drinks are a dollar fifty, so we pay you pay three dollars for two drinks, which is a really good deal. Obviously. Yeah. And then they had like drink specials during that time, and then also a free appetizer buffet, which was like nothing special, but right. 
It was it was good after like you know like not being not not eating since like twelve o'clock. Doesn't sound profitable. Anyways, continue. No, it doesn't. And now it's snowing, so I'm even more stressed. <laughs> How are you? Right. Yeah. We. I mean, we both have. We've had some weeks. I'm not trying to go into mine right now. I got a new car. Well, I ordered a new car. Yeah, It'll be here. Yeah. Thursday. So a couple of days after this episode comes out, I'm excited. I think I have no clue. I've never seen the car in person. I don't even know what the car looks like. Everyone tells me it's cute and it's nice. It's a Volkswagen Tiguan. I think that's how you say it. I love that you just, I love that it's like typical to you. You literally ordered a car. And that's the first thing I said to you. And you said, it. I was like, you ordered a car. Of course you fucking did. It's through, it, I know it's through Carvana. It's where I got my last car. Like it sounds so s- stupid and again, on brand for me, but it's, it's so easy. It's such an easy process. I mean, you don't have to deal with the salesmen or haggling prices or anything. You just, I mean, you got the Carfax and all of the features and the price and yeah, and just go through the financing online. It's so easy. It's perfect. Okay. I love, I love that you like could like simplify that. And I'm sitting here like, I want to see the fucking car, sit in the car, touch the car, smell the car, drive the car. And you're just like, it's fine. I'm just going to take this car. Well, like, I bitch. do have, I will have the, the opportunity to do that. I have seven days to decide if I want to keep it or not. Mm. So once it's here, I mean, okay, it's, not, that's nice. it's not like I swiped my card and I'm like, I have a car. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, just like, I, did I, you just like pick a car out of nowhere? I mean, basically, God. and it's oh not like God. I've signed any papers or anything. So once the car gets here, I'll go look at it and like drive it around the block or whatever and then sign everything and then still have seven days to decide if I want to keep it or not. Cause that's literally so. as far as he goes every day is like around the block. And <laughs> Basically. I know it's such a foreign concept to a lot of people, but I love it. it's just me. It's just my way of life. It's just my way of life. <laughs> Tried to get on the, uh, the apps this weekend and just gave up because again, it's, I'm just tired. Ugh. It's exhausting and people are just ridiculous. So should we go into the headlines of the week, which I don't have? Let's do it. Have pulled up. Uh, shockingly, again, I found two of these uh, things to talk about this week. <laughs> uh, well, the first one popped up because uh, if you remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about like the non-binary um, options going into like licenses and documents and stuff. Illinois just passed theirs. Like the legislation just went through. So we're getting non-binary licenses. Hey. Yeah, that's awesome. And then that really is I awesome. I know. I was like, that's fucking awesome. So then that's happening. And then I guess they're pushing it more to be in legal documents too. Because they're like, if you have a license, like you need other stuff mm-hmm. to match it. Right. So they're doing that. The second article, which both of us laughed at, uh <laughs> There was a study that says fake smiling at work can lead to heavier drinking. And the and what yes. did I text Adam? I didn't know you could smile. I didn't know you smiled at work. I didn't know you were able to Yeah, laugh. I don't. No, but I I mean basically it's pretty I don't know why it needed to be a study. It's pretty uh it's pretty self explanatory. Mm-hmm. You're basically putting on a show all day, you're smiling, you're 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 faking pleasantries and shit. So like obviously that weighs on your mind. So if you especially if you don't like somebody like, I mean, right. I get it for, like, interpersonal, for, like, a job like you have. You have, like, coworkers literally just around you. But, like, yeah. I have to do that with my coworkers, my kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> parents, my right. other staff. There's a lot of people sometimes I have to fake niceties, too, especially if I'm having a bad day. Oh, yeah. And especially for anyone working in retail or the service I'm industry. Retail, yeah. I mean, that's, you have, you're, like, paid to fake smile yes, and fake be day. nice. All day. The customer's always right. Oh, and then what else do I have? Oh, Madonna's coming back with uh, a new music, I guess. <laughs> I like Madonna. She's Madonna. But there's, a, I just, I kind of think she should stop making music. 
I kind of agree. I don't. Yeah. I like. I like. I. It's okay. So the whole thing is, it's called Mad, Madame Madame X, Madame X. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. But I. She released a teaser basically today, which is Sunday when we record. Uh, she's like in various outfits. They're very dark, and she reads this little monologue where she's like, Madame X is. She's a spy. And and then she like is talking about espionage and all this stuff. And then she's like, she's a mother, she's a daughter, she's this, she's that, she's a teacher. And I was like, what is happening? Right. I really, I really like the aesthetics of the aesthetics of all of it. Right. Uh, yeah. But I, but if the song that she's singing in the trailer is any indication of what we're getting, it sounds very like dark theatrics. Mm. Which I mean, after MDNA or M, yeah, MDNA, which was a uh, whoo. That was a ride, I guess. Mm-hmm. That was fun. So I don't know how I feel about that, how I feel about that happening, but I guess we'll see. So Cher, for example, Cher yes. does share. Yeah. Her she's her music is always share. Yeah. And so when she she puts out new music, I mean, she has she's had one like chart top topper number one hit every decade since yeah. she's been alive. Yeah. But Madonna tries to be relevant. She tries too hard to get into what is popular when she's putting that album out. Agreed. In my opinion. And I I mean, if if she was just doing Madonna, that'd be one thing. But I just she tries to I don't know. She tries too hard. Yeah. And I won't say I'm like and the thing is like and somebody tweeted like one of the music bloggers I follow, he was like Everyone that's saying they're not in a Madonna, like when she dies or stops speaking music or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, I listened to this the first time. He made a joke <laughs> about it, but I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, Madonna is always going to be iconic, legendary, whatever. Right. Like she was a trailblazer. She did a lot. But I mean, the stuff that she's doing now, I'm like, that's not what everyone remembers. And I guess people still, I mean, people are still fans. Fans are fans. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Am I a huge Lady Gaga fan? Hell yeah. Did I, did I sit through cheek to cheek? Absolutely. Do, do I think our pop's amazing? Yes. And you will not fight me on it. Uh, but, <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, it's like, I'm just like, uh, I, I want to care about Madonna. Like, I think, I think I respect her. I respect her of course, a lot yeah. as a person. I, I, I mean, it's not like I'm not going to listen to the album, but I will. Not probably not like it. The last song of Madonna's I even remember is the one with Justin Timberlake, Four Minutes to Save the World or whatever. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. One of them made it to the radio. Which one was it? Uh, it was when she did the Super Bowl. That's the one that made it when she was doing MDNA, the first one. L-U- was that the song with Bitch on Madonna? No, but that's the last song I remember of hers. Okay. I think there were one or two more beforehand. There was Girl Gone Wild. Oh, Girl, Girl Gone Wild or Girls Gone Wild. That was a really good song. Oh, my God. I don't even know what you're talking about. See, I, I love that I was just shitting on Madonna, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't know how I feel about this era. I don't know. It seems weird. I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm very conflicted because there are some really good songs off the MDNA album. And I was like, OK, great. Yeah. Well, and the only other uh, like pop culture headline I wanted to bring up is uh, Love, Simon apparently is becoming a TV show. Ooh. I never saw the movie, so ooh. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. It really is. You, you told me and I need to watch it. Def recommend. Um there's not a lot of details about it right now, but mm-hmm. it's going to be on the Disney Plus app. I, I think that's what it's called. Ooh, uh because yeah. they yeah, they acquired all of the rights after um after they acquired Fox. Yeah. So now they have all of the the rights to that and yeah, they're making it a uh, a television series. The director is unable to be a part of it because of his contract with Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, this is not like anything happened. He just has a contract, so he can't mm. do anything with it. But yeah, it'd be awesome. Might have some uh, actual storylines for the the two 
I won't spoil anything. You haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, I, I could kind of figure what's happens at the yeah. end. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that but Disney Plus is actually going to be a pretty big rival for streaming and stuff because Disney owns everything. And I was looking at the prices; it's only six ninety nine a month. Uh, I mean, I don't want. I, but my coworker and I were talking about it. We were like, "Hey, yeah, it's like adding another streaming service, but like sometimes you really just want to watch The Little Mermaid. Like you want to watch certain scenes from things. Right? And no, then, like, I Marvel's acquired by it, so ah. I I completely get it, but it's again, it's just another streaming service. Apple has their new streaming service. Yeah, we've got Disney, and then all of the other ones that we're already doing: Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hop into long distance relationships. Ooh, spicy. Do they work? No. I mean, I feel like they could. I know. And they could. And so obviously, we'll we're going to dive into some of that. I've never had one, but you have. I sure have. Adam's just bringing up my trauma two weeks in a row. You know me. (laughs) I'd love to to press on to to salt wounds. Just keep pressing my bleeding heart. Anyone that lives five miles away is like a long distance relationship, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, that's the joke in California. You know, there it it might be five miles, but you're going to be in the car for an hour. Yeah, it's a long distance relationship. (laughs) Got to go out of town to see you. Obviously, distance, like physical distance, is the biggest factor. So, your the relationship you were in, did you start as a long distance relationship, or were you close and then one of you moved away? Oh no, we met on the apps for sure. Okay. Yeah. And so thing, nearby or no California. Oh, gotcha. So the thing was like, we, well, we did start off as like friends. Like we just talked whatever. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember I was in the middle of a Michael's too. We were just like, <laughs> like, like me and my, me and my coworker, we like left work. We were in Michael's like picking shit up for whatever project we were doing. And I got a message and I was like, Oh, okay. Hi. I was started talking. He's like, Hey, you're really cute. I was like, Oh, thank you. He's like, no, I mean like you're really cute. And I was like, Oh my God. When me, we, and then we like talked for a bit. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared like gone like we didn't talk for like a month or two and i was like oh okay cool 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 Hmm. awesome and then by some like cosmic interference we (laughs) met again on the same app and he was like hey he's like i'm sorry he's like i'm giving my phone number now because i ended up getting allegedly got jumped and so his phone was broken and so and so he had to like get a new phone and like get all this new stuff so he's like here's my phone number like I don't want to lose contact with you again. I was like, oh, okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we just like, we're friends for a while. And we ended up finding out we both play video games. So (laughs) we ended up exchanging uh, PlayStation, PSNs, whatever, played games. And then I went to one of our other coworkers' weddings. Like, we were talking about weddings or whatever. And I was like, yeah, maybe one day. And he was like, who did you go with? I was like, oh, my uh, my coworker. And he was like, oh. He's like, I wish that was me. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, hey, I know this is weird and whatever, but I don't consider myself single. Do you? And I was like, uh. I was like, are you asking me out? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, I know it's a weird type of thing to do. And like, obviously we'll have to meet whatever, but I really like you, blah, blah, blah. And then that's what started our budding romance. Did you guys ever meet in person? No, but it wasn't because I didn't want to. And it wasn't because I didn't try. Were both of you trying to meet up or you were just the one? In the beginning. So, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, yes. And he was he was the first one to initiate it. He was okay. like, hey, 
I really want to come visit you. He's like, I think we owe it to each other to make this happen. He's like, I've been saving a little bit. I want to come out there. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then he ended up going through like a bunch of life stuff that happened with work and family. And so then he had to, he got, he lost his job and then couldn't really find work after that. So he obviously had to use that money for other things, which I was like, cool, cool, cool. But then like, as those problems kept spiraling, I was like, hey, I want to come visit you with this. He's like, well, it wouldn't be fun. Like, we couldn't do much. I was like, I don't want to do much. I just want to, like, hang out with you. Is that cool? I was like, I'm I'm a very simple house guest. Like, I literally just want to hang out with you. We can cook food, do whatever. I don't really give a shit. You can literally take me to a park and I'll probably lose my my marbles. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So I was like, I was like, oh, I can, I'll come visit you. And he's like, he's being really shady about it. And one, and he would like dance around. He'd be like, not yet, not yet. Or we'd like pick a month. And I was like, okay, as a month grew closer, I'd be like, okay, I need to get this ticket. Like I need to budget this money out. Like mm-hmm. I need to do this. And then something just would always happen. So in that traveling part never really worked out, but both parties were willing. I mean, did you ever feel like it was a, he wasn't actually who he was saying he was or something? Like, why was he so avoidant? I don't know. I don't know what he was wanting out of this. And I don't know if he got it. And so gotcha. it's been a really, it's a really weird thing. Like, I don't think he was going to catfish me or anything. Like he had too many selfies and too many, too many things to be fake. Traveling is the biggest thing for me that I think would make, obviously would make a long distance <laughs> relationship difficult because I don't leave my house. <laughs> no. Unless I can order my own plane. I've matched with guys who were um, outside of the city or a little farther away. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, this is never going to work. I'm not going to come to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick or arrogant or anything, but I I drive 26 miles to and and then from work Monday through Friday. That's, That's part of why I hate driving so much. I drive yeah. so far um, outside of the city to go to work and I'm in the car for two, three hours a day. I don't want to have to do that to spend quality time with someone. No. You, you talk about, especially out of state, Mm-hmm. the the money i mean that guy had to you know spend his money on other things that he had saved up for a flight you were saying yeah. and i mean that would that that makes it really difficult yeah. and would wear on you even more on top of the emotional uh strain of being apart the financial burden starts to to really weigh on things california ain't cheap i'm gonna tell you that flight to there not cheap and especially in where he yeah. was i was like holy moly i was like okay that's a like 300 like per trip basically and i was like why are you like this right so it was like that like traveling was a huge part of it and it's such a pain in the ass like even dating now i say i'm like i'm dating lol (laughs) um even something up to like 10 miles i'm like no (laughs) i'm so bad about it like um, honestly unless i can get there like on an easy train or an easy bus or an easy like a very easy car ride i don't want it i was dating someone you know recently and he he has a potential job in California. And I mean that we didn't talk about it in depth. Um, but I mean, it was obviously on my mind a lot and I thought about, okay, so if long distance were to become a thing, mm-hmm. how, how much do I actually think it would work? Yeah. And I don't think it would have at all because we didn't have a lot of communication on a phone, like through phones. I yeah. mean, we had communication between each other, but we didn't talk a lot when we weren't together. He's he's not a big texter. 
Um, no one, you know, makes phone calls anymore. Please <laughs> so, don't call me. I told you I freaked out. Please Adam don't call me. me. I Adam called me and I it's, lost my I'll mind. I'll call you when I'm drunk and I apologize for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, I'm busy. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, we already didn't have a lot of that that communication when we didn't see each other. And I was like, well, this would be impossible if he moves literally across the country. I mean, the opposite coast of me and we're not going to talk. Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be so little actual communication between us. And obviously that would be something that you would, if you're wanting to make it work, you would have to, to work on that and, and try to, uh, to try to improve those things and try to do those things. But the financial side of that, I don't think either of us would have ever been able to to visit each other. Yeah. East coast to West coast, those flights, maybe once a year. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's hard. Trying to do that every couple months would be brutal. Brutal. Yeah. And we already know I'm bad with money. <laughs> As he's ready to just throw it out there. So, <laughs> but, da- but daddy, I love him. And it's just like, buy, buy wad of cash. Right. <laughs> You think about a long distance relationship, you at some point have to have a a goal, like an end game. Yeah, a goal. Are we going to ever live in the same city? Am I moving to you? Are you moving to me? Obviously, that'll that would set you up in a different uh, a different place, I guess. Like, obviously, my city life versus his like, I don't know. I don't want to say farmlands or like prairie life, but he was like out in like nature. And those are two very different like type of lifestyles. And like coming from somewhere like California and coming from somewhere like Chicago, like those are very different geographical places, different climates, different everything, different ways of life. So like even me thinking about going to visit even some of my friends and the ones that aren't in major cities, I'm like, am I going to (laughs) die? Dramatic. I know it is. But I mean, I don't even mean it like that. I'm just mazes. Well, I mean, like I told you, even going to like uh, Colfax, I was like, that was a culture shock for me. Because I right. was like, this is a very different life. And I think you and your partner have to decide, like, here it is. I like, And in that moment, you have to check out both places. Does that work for you? And then there has to be either be like a compromise or is it yeah. do we live in one of our states or do we move somewhere totally different? Because if you also think about it, let's say I moved, yeah. I would be leaving everything behind my friends, my family, my job, my whatever. And I have to go start a new life somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And for someone like me, that's a horrifying prospect. Sure. But I, but I'm also like, I can't ask somebody else to do that because then that also creates resentment because you've literally taken somebody out of their life, their lifestyle, their life basically, and put them into a new one. It's a whole new habitat. You're we're all, yeah. we're all, we're all in a new zoo now. Mad- Madagascar five. But like, but like that, like that was one of the harder things that we had to talk about. And like, we did actually talk about it. I will say our communication was all right, but that's a whole, that's a whole different topic. So we're just going to, we'll, we'll pin that, pin that point for next or soon. But, <laughs> okay. but that, but that talk, but like that talk about moving is seriously, it's a real thing because like, if I ever move, I like right now in my teacher life with everything that I handle, I have one shot. So I need to know where I'm going to go Yeah, because I'm going to be there for a minute. The conversation about him moving, I mean, we we'd never really had it until yeah. we broke up. Oh. <laughs> and that I mean it was it was ultimately kind of a I mean it wasn't the deciding factor, but it contributed to it. Yeah. Because that's when I brought up I would move with you. <laughs> well, we haven't talked about that, but that is something, you know, on the table. The ability to work from home is there for me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I work from home a lot. Yeah. I mean, finding a job and everything for me personally 
it's doable. I mean, yeah. not everyone, you, for example, teaching a, a teaching job, especially in a position or an age group or whatever that you like or you want to do, they're a lot harder to come by. I mean, it's not like... It's not as easy as a transition to move. And especially, yeah. like, different schools have different things, like different laws, rules, regulations, right. all that. And, like, my degree, like, I still have to... Like, my degree is not valid in every state. It's it's valid in most of them, but mm-hmm. there are some that if I ever went there, like, I couldn't be, like, a legal licensed teacher there. Like, my degree and my licensure here doesn't count there. So, like, so like jobs are... That's another thing. Jobs are... You don't... You're in a whole new life. You have yeah. to be ready for that. That's, yeah, that's overwhelming. I, <laughs> I don't have anything like that. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, reeling back to it, like, co- communication, like, having these mm-hmm. talks is huge. And, like, even oh, day- yeah, day- even having day-to-day communication is a huge factor in this. And I will say that was one of the biggest struggles that we had. I think it's our, I think it was our first biggest struggle, for sure. Um, obviously, our time zones are two hours off. So it's never a great. I mean, even you and I having one hour can like presents already troubles in itself. Trying to record this, these podcasts and things. Right. Uh, I mean, scheduling is a is a huge factor in everything. And I think you and I are much more used to it than a lot of people are because yeah. of like gaming, for example. Yeah. We have we have friends all across the the U.S. and the world. The world. Yeah. In completely different time zones, and yeah. you know there are people that. It's day and it's night for us. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. Because, like, even now, I mean, even now, like, some of my friends, I try to talk to them. And I'm just like, oh, you're not awake yet. Hope I didn't wake you up with my babbling. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Didn't mean to wake you up. But, I mean, communication is one of the biggest keys of a long-distance relationship. Because you're going to arise into so many minute problems that you won't even think of if you have like a day-to-day relationship it's like Mm -hmm. what are you doing where are you going how is your day and like job and like and then with the scheduling like yeah we're two hours off but that also means our work schedules are two are two hours off so it's like trying to figure out Mm -hmm. when can i text you when can i talk to you we haven't talked in a while blah 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 and then even on top of that if you are not a communicative person Mm-hmm. You literally probably should not try to attempt a long distance relationship. No, you'd have to become one. You literally have to become one. And if you're not ready for that, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. Because I will tell you right now, I had to talk a lot and open myself up a lot and try to be a lot to keep talking. But he was right. not. He's been like, he's just like, chill. He's like, you re-, or he'd be like, oh, sorry, I was busy or this or that. And I'm like, okay, but we need to talk sometimes. And like in the beginning yeah. it was really good. Cause he would drive home from work and we would talk for like two, literally, literally two and a half hours, two, two out, two to two and a half hours a day on, like on the, the phone. phone. Yeah. Okay. So we would talk on the phone. It'd be great. That was all in the beginning. And then his life stuff happened. And then some family stuff. There was a death in the family that happened. And all of a sudden our communication started dropping really fast. And okay. so it'd be like, a day without text. It'd be first to start with like out, like long hours without texting, like morning morning to like mid afternoon to late afternoon, not not even a high, and then all of a sudden it started turning into days. At I think at the worst point it turned into like a week of me being like hi hi hi, and oh, then God. it was nothing. And then he'd come back and be like, sorry, I was in a, I was in a depressive mood or something happened, so I I shut down. I do that. I'm like. Okay, I get days. Yeah, literally, I was like, I I mean, it's it's real, like anxiety, depression, like that stuff's real. But I also need you to 
communicate that to me because I didn't know. I didn't know that's yeah. how he responds to things. So like, it can't just be an excuse. It can't be an excuse because like I'll, I'll understand it maybe next time, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you cannot just have life things or how you react to things and not be able to communicate with that with your long distance partner. Yeah. Cause then you're like, did I do something wrong? Am I awful? What did I do? Am I being ghosted? This is weird. <laughs> so, right. Sometimes I feel like I over communicate those things, but it's because I, I don't, I don't need to talk all the time or talk about our feelings. I hate talking about feelings. Like yeah. we don't have to do that, yeah. but I'd love communication and just being upfront about things. And so sometimes I kind of feel like I over communicate. For example, I, in that situation would, if I didn't want to talk, I would say, yeah, I'm in, this is my state of mind right now. I can't talk. I do that with you all the time. Yeah, you do. Like I'm in a bad mood and I'm going to take it out on you. So maybe I should stop texting. (laughs) And then I say, guess what? I'm ready to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I mean, it can't just be an excuse. Like I'm in a bad mood and okay, okay, well, like that doesn't mean you can take it out on me. Literally. So that's like that, like, like that's why like anybody is like meeting somebody. I'm always like communication is key. It is one of the biggest keys, if not the biggest key. Cause, cause that's how you learn about each other. Cause it's so hard to not physically spend time with somebody. Cause like maybe you can make them mad or you, you physically see them mad and see how mm-hmm. they respond, sad, happy, whatever you can see those physical like body language. I can't right. see your body language through a phone and like FaceTime and stuff wasn't a huge thing. So like yeah. neither of us did it often. So mm-hmm. it was like, all we had to work on was phones and or talking in pictures. There's there's no context or tone no. through texts. No. And I'm I mean, people that know me or have, you know, talked with me a lot for a while, they start to realize my my tone of texting. Yeah. And it's very it's usually very flat. Yeah. And sarcastic. And I try to make a joke out of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There are people that they just don't get that immediately or they never get it because it's it's a constant you're mad or why are you mad or what's wrong trying to trying to care oh my god i'm getting so i'm getting anxiety right now thinking about this trying to to carry that on through long distance and text with someone oh god it's a lot it's yeah it's a lot and then on top of that trust is the next key and i will say am i a jealous bitch Yes. Am I a vengeful bitch? Yes. Was he also? Yes. So that led into some problems. And like, now that I look back on it, I can be like, yes, sometimes I overreacted. Yes, Mm -hmm. sometimes he overreacted. Were they warranted? No, like none of it really was. But we we were both, I think we both did care for each other. And we both read situations very differently because we didn't have that communication point on point Mm -hmm. so it like wasn't great already so then if i go out and i say somebody hit on me or something did this like i'm just saying it in like casual convo like i hated this i'm just telling you to tell you and he'd be like why what happened what was going on i was like not like that you butt and then then that would cause like mini tips but at the end of it we'd be like okay no i'm sorry i overreacted it's fine And I think the both of us had those moments, but I will say I was warranted because his biggest thing was, I don't have social media. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, great, cool. He didn't have a Facebook, uh, no Twitter, no Instagram, no whatever. When we were started, when we first started dating. 
And I was like, okay, great. One day I get, uh, I follow a lot of art Instagrams and like a lot of the art community. Mm-hmm. So I see a picture that vaguely, res- or not even vaguely, very much resembles my boyfriend. And I am like, hmm, I wonder. So I clicked the picture and you know how you can tag people like on photos. Yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. Click the name. It's him. So he what? hit. So he hit an Instagram for me. And so I stewed on it for two days. And as you, yeah. and you know how mean I can get when I'm mad. <laughs> uh, so I was waiting for it. And Very I was vindictive. like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was like, hey, you should get an Instagram. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, you sent all these cute selfies and pictures of like plants and things that you love so much. Uh, you should like put one up. You should like do it. I'm like, the pictures are really cute. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And then I sent him a screenshot of his Instagram that was private, by the way. Also mm-hmm. private. And I was like, just kidding, bitch. I already fucking know. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, fuck. And I, and I was like, what are you, why? What's, what's the big secret? He's like, no. He's like, I, I just know you would get jealous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excuse me? And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, you'll, you would get jealous from like what I post and whatnot. I was like, what are you posting that I could get jealous about? Right. So I finally requested. And after three days, he finally, he finally accepts it. He was like, okay, fine. So I wore him down, accepts this Instagram post. Homeboy is just half naked. The entire feed, just Mm -hmm. running around in a towel, running around in skimpy things, stuff he sent me. That I thought right. was just like, you know, for my eyes only. Oh, God, I hate that shit. Guess not. So <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So that I click, I clicked the first picture, which was him in a towel. And I had got him uh, a game to play. I think it was Mortal Kombat. I got mm-hmm. him Mortal Kombat because I was like, hey, we should play this together. He we've, we only played once out of that like month that I gave and I bought it. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, he's in a in a towel, just butt naked, just holding a towel on his chest, so it's covering his privates. And I was like, "Hey, any, any, anyone up for playing some Mortal Kombat today?" <laughs> and I lost my mind, of course. Uh, so I went in the comments, and I was like, "Wow, look at my gorgeous boyfriend! I would love to play Mortal Kombat with you. Text me." And then I close my phone, and thirty five, not even thirty five seconds, like ten seconds later, get a call, <laughs> get a text, like, "What are you doing?" I was like, what? I wanted to play Mortal Kombat with you. Spend some time. Oh with my you. God. Spend some time. Well, with and, my boyfriend. Yeah. Well, and then that was the thing is like him and I, like, this, so that, so this was the time when he was having a hard time. I, and I was like, okay, he's having a hard time. I need to understand that. And I'm like, okay, be, be the dutiful boyfriend. But I was mad because we used to play, like, that's how we would do quote unquote dates. Him and I would play, him and I would play Destiny together. We played Destiny a lot together. And that was like Mm. our thing. And so I felt very betrayed and very hurt, which, which I think is understandable. Maybe for some people, people probably think I'm being a bitch. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm also warranted to. Anytime someone lies about something, they, they know it's wrong. That's why they're lying about it or hiding it. Exactly. I mean, he knew you were going to get jealous he had this Instagram before you guys started seeing each other. Yes. That should have been a conversation. And then, and then we did have that conversation, but it was much later, like in the middle of a fight. Like, am right. I going to do, is that the conversation I really want to have while arguing with me after finding about your secret Instagram where like your whole body's out? No. Right. And he's like, he's like, well, he's like, I just want to do like artsy stuff and like body positivity and stuff. And I'm like, great. 
but also don't hide it from me. Yeah. Like I like I want to participate too, even if it's just a fucking like I. And if you don't want to say that I'm your boyfriend and you're whatever ashamed or want to keep it a secret because people people won't like your photos, fine, whatever. That's a whole other conversation that I'm probably not going to be cool with, but. <laughs> Right. Let's let's talk about it. And that was the thing is he was he very much did not want to talk about things and wanted to do things, which mm. honestly, in retrospect, honestly sounds like me, too. But I'm also like I'm also very open to talking and admitting when I'm wrong. Nine, sure. Ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> but he, and he he was not. He was 100 percent right all the time. And I was just overdramatic. I had another note about like love languages. If you're someone that your love languages are like touch and affection, like you can't have that Yeah. when you're states apart. Yeah. And so a lot of people, I mean, sometimes people do end up needing to open their relationship so that they can have like physical affection with someone, mm -hmm. but still keep their emotional connection to their partner. Oh well, yeah. Well, luckily, well, luckily neither of us have the, the, neither of us had the touch one, which was great. Yeah. So like we were both fine and we both, and like, that was the thing we talked about. Like, do we really want to do this? Like we would have check-ins, like, is this still going to be a thing? We want to do this. Is it still working? And like, obviously as time went on, it was like, oh yeah, it's fine. Or okay. And like, uh -huh. and then the, <laughs> and then the big breakup at the end, but mine is obviously quality time. Mm -hmm. So when you don't text me back for three days or you don't even, all you say is good morning and good night to me. I'm <laughs> gonna lose my mind. Right. But then I also know that he's very much like words of, is it words of affection, encouragement, whatever it is. Words of affirmation. Affirmation. So obviously mm -hmm. that's where the Instagram came from was very much words of affirmation. Gotcha. And I was like, okay, I tell you you're beautiful all the time, but apparently it's not enough. So cool. <laughs> I wasn't bitter about it. <sighs> Clearly. Clearly not. <laughs> but no, I, I I do get the love language stuff. Like, it, for sure. Like, I think it weighed on both of us because I wasn't doing right by him. And obviously, he wasn't doing right by me. So we, again, thir third failure. Wow, just really checking off all the things that have gone wrong in that relationship. What did we do right? <laughs> I mean, the, the beginning, the first literally five <laughs> right. months was great. And I should say this relationship ended one week before a year. Oh, wow. And I was literally working with his best friend to send him flowers to figure huh. out like how I could do that. And then yeah. he found out and got mad. And then we both ended up getting this huge fight. He's like, I'll talk to you in the morning. I was like, no, let's talk about it right now. And he's like, you always have to have things your way. You have to do it that way. And I was like, well, mm, true. Okay. Call me out here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, my faults are coming out, shit. But I was so, but I was so angry because we we fought about that and something else. He was like, you always have to do things your way. It has to go your way all the time. You can never just compromise. And I was like, you're fucking right. I can't because you don't even fucking talk to me. I was like, oh, you have to talk to somebody to have a fucking compromise. So there was lots of fighting, and then he was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I was like, great, me neither. And, and he's, he's like, well, I, I think we should break up. And I was like, great, because honestly, that's why I wanted to talk to you anyway, because I feel like this isn't working. I want to break up. Tow. <laughs> like when I asked to talk to him, that's what it was. He, did, he didn't want to talk that night. And I wanted to talk then because I was like, I don't want to do this tomorrow because mm -hmm. it was a big day or something. So I was like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I wanted to be like, I don't think this is working. I know you don't think it's working. And then we just blew up into a fight and we both broke up. That, that was like the final thing. And then I was like, I think I told the story. I like called Katie or I, I texted Katie. 
Cause like, I felt like I couldn't breathe for like, I only cried and like lost my mind for a half an hour. So, so that's how I knew I was done with it. I wasn't stewing on it a lot afterwards, but I remember she was in the shower and like Kaylee had to be like, Hey, you need to go check your phone now. And then I'm just like, ah, for like a half an hour. And then I calmed down. (laughs) Right. But yeah. So be communicative, (laughs) talk about things and then compromise is a huge thing. And if you're not willing to make a compromise, which is very hard for someone like me, uh, I'm working on it. Obviously I'm, I clearly could compromise enough to do a podcast. Um, I am here right now. Uh, com- this is a compromise. Compromising my time. I'm compromising my time, my life, <laughs> my stories, uh, my, my integrity. <laughs> my, I've never had that, <laughs> um, but no compromise is a huge thing. And then I think like that compromise also spans across all of those things we just talked about, whether it's communication, traveling, living together, all of that, all of that literally takes a conversation to talk about a compromise because you're so far apart, but you guys do genuinely like each other. And I think we, him and I were in love, which is a weird thing for me to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. But like, he's the dude that said he heard our children in my laughter. Ah, uh, gotcha. So like we fell pretty quickly and maybe that was a mistake too. So maybe that was should have been a red flag, but I don't know. It was it was a moment and like it did. I think in that 30 minutes that I had that emotional break, it did like it was very real. Like that was one of the most realist pains I ever felt. And I was like, oh, wow, this feels like I'm dying. But then like Mm. like, I literally closed my eyes and like I opened them again and I was like, all right, you're not dead. (laughs) You're not dead. You're fine. You're breathing. He didn't actually kill you. Your heart is still inside your chest. (laughs) You're doing great. You're doing great. You're fine. Keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) our year anniversary i was like i'm not gonna i remember posting it too i i had the idea of starting i wanted to make the announcement for my gaming channels and stuff right and so i remember literally buying some glitter and sticking my whole fucking hand in it and i did this promo for it and i announced that i i said i even said i was like and my one year was supposed to be next week i thank you guys for being respectful of my time and giving me space when i asked for it but I have to announce I'm finally doing a project that I want to do. And I will say out of all the negativity that's come out of that, that we were, I think he was the person that literally pushed me to do this. Right. And he was the one that actually raised my self-esteem and like identity. Like him and I had a very strong connection and Mm -hmm. we both helped each other in very different categories. And we talked I think a couple weeks after we had broken up and he was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm all right. How are you? He's like a little sad, but I'm okay. I'm like, okay, great. And he was like, you're not the same person that when I first met you, you are definitely not. He's like, you are a fucking force right now. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. (laughs) What a nice thing to say. I know. I was like, well, look at the monster you created. Um, (laughs) And if he, and if we didn't break up or have that, Honestly, we wouldn't be talking. You and I wouldn't be talking right now. Right. We probably would not have crossed paths because yeah. I probably wouldn't have had the push to do any of the th- any of my other projects that I wanted to do, which led mm. to which led to gaming and the Discord and meeting you and then this and then all this other shit. Like none of that would have happened. Mm-hmm. And so I do honor that. So if you are listening, which I'm not sure if you are, and I hope <laughs> you're not mad at me for saying all this. I guess, thank you. <laughs> I guess. I guess. 
I don't know. Oh my god. I, he's gonna hate. I hope he doesn't listen. This would be so funny. I remember the day after we broke up, though. <laughs> we were... One of, one of our friends came in from Seattle, um, and so me and Katie went to meet her for dinner, and I was like, Kate, like, I can't do this. Like, I don't want to go. I'm sad. I'm like, I'm not... I'm not sad, but I'm not happy. Right. And she's like, she's like, I know, but she really wants to see you. She's like, I want to be with you. Like, can we just... I was like, oh, fine. So I, like, I didn't have a mental breakdown, but then that Instagram that little Instagram that started the fall. Mm-hmm. I opened it. I was in the bathroom and I opened it and I was like, and he was the first post to pop up. Cause obviously algorithm says wherever you visit most is at top. Mm-hmm. So there it was a video. He wasn't, his face wasn't there, but it was like on his bed. And he said this really long thing about love and how it sucks when you lose it and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you did love me even though you treated me like garbage for the past month and a half. Right. And so I was like, oh, that was a moment. So I think that was another moment of clarity where I was like, oh, okay, great. We did love each other. But I was like, I need to move on. And like mm-hmm. him and I both like cut the communication off, which was, I think, healthy for both of us. And then right. even now we like don't really talk. We'll like fall into each other's life, like a fall into a text or whatever. I think, I think I told you guys, I got a text on new year, a couple after a couple days after new year's Eve. It was him. Ah, uh, I gotcha. He texted me and then I might've accidentally like drunkenly requested him on Instagram <laughs> one night. And then, and then once I realized it, cause I saw it in the search, I was like, Oh fuck. So I had like, and luckily he didn't see it yet. I guess <laughs> I think I woke up early. So I like unfollowed. Abort, so abort. Hoping, I know, so I'm hoping there wasn't a notification because he's going to think I'm a fucking stalker. It happens. And especially if it's something long distancey, I feel like the emotions are kind of tenfold because, again, especially if you never met them, you never saw them. So you like mm-hmm. want to see if they're okay and like physically see them again. So don't think your relationship wasn't invalid in that point either. Like, I don't like I don't want you guys to ever feel like your relationship didn't matter or like nobody takes you seriously. Because like, obviously, I got a few weird looks when I was like, LOL, dating someone long distance. And they're like, oh, really interesting. And I was like, yeah, I'm navigating uh, Uncharted Waters, too. So can we, can we quit with, with the judgments, Judy? Right. Thanks. So don't feel like your relationship isn't valid or that you shouldn't miss them. Just like any breakup, like it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Well, we can we can wrap up there then. Great. Love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. Uh, remember, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. And you follow us on Twitter at Perfect Podcast, where I where I sometimes post uh, updates and things. Yep. And then wherever you guys are listening, please remember to subscribe, rate, review. Hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. Oh, and watch Game of Thrones. Bye. <laughs>